Welcome back to Movies for Liveries Podcast. It's your host, Chris, here with Ro, and we are here to review the film The Night House. A widow begins to uncover her unrecently her recently deceased husband's disturbing secrets. It is directed by David Bruckner uh, and stars Rebecca Hall. I just realized that uh, David Bruckner, he he uh, he did one of the um, the segments on VHS. He did Amateur Night. Yes, he did. I did not know that. That actually ended up turning into uh, Siren, the film Siren. So I did not know that. And he's also, hmm, he's doing Hellraiser. He's doing, yeah. Yeah, he's supposed to be you know rebooting what? Hellraiser, you know which what? is why I hold out faint hope. You know what? I'm okay with it. Like, what do you think of this film? What do you think of The Night House? I like The Night House. I like it a lot. I actually now have the dilemma of whether or not I want Rebecca Hall back in front of my camera or to stay behind it because, you know, her project was passing. So, yeah. Um, this actually had some jump scares sonically that, that haven't gotten me in a while. Well, so the, I really liked how... So I have a problem with the ending a little bit, but overall, I, I found myself... This is one of those films that I wasn't. I was like, yeah, okay, I'll watch it. We need to get some content up. And we need to do it. So I'll it's watch it. It's because you love me, and this is also part of our Fantasia Fest coverage. Well, I didn't know that either. So, because <laughs> uh, I got this through Allied. So I was like, mm-hmm. oh, okay, well, Shannon, I need to watch it. Let me watch, let me watch The Night House. And I, I didn't even watch the trailer. So I had no idea what it I knew it was a horror film. So I was like, fuck it. Oh, I'll go watch it. Right. I was really impressed with the camera angles they did on the jump scares. The. The way that they made the shadows happen mm. in this film was brilliant. And that's the yeah, first the time shadow I, boxing and panoramic shit. I was not that okay was that because it made it very creepy while using the camera angles on it. So, yeah. like you said, that, and that's where you get the jump scares that were actually earned jump scares, right? And and that's something yeah. I think that is it is hard. It's hard because usually when we say jump scares. We're, we're actually, it's not a compliment, right? It's usually not a compliment. It's like, oh, you're just going for jump scares. Okay, cool. You, you did something. You got me jumping, but it wasn't really like a, an earned, was something that was earned? No. But these earned because like they work for it and you're spending a lot of film going like, what the fuck is going between that yeah. and the creepy ass voice that, this, that, that yeah. she's hearing? Like, yeah, no. Yeah. And that song. The song yeah. that turns out like to be mm-hmm. the low key, I guess, theme song of it all. I was like, I'm not okay mm-hmm. with this. I was like, mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. I want to fight all of this. Yes, yeah. I mean, that to me, and and even overall, and, and this is this is a, this is not a spoiler, so we can't go in. And, and this is why I can't really go into the, the issues I had with the end too much. But up to that point, like I thought, I like this because I I saw where they were going. And, uh, you know, this is this idea of, you know, your husband died, and it's not a spoiler, he, he had killed himself, and she's pretty much dealing with the aftermath of, you know, and she's the one that had to, was dealing with depression, she's the one that was going through a lot, and he's the one that killed himself. And, and when you find out the why of why she's got issues, yeah. Right. You know, and so... There's a whole thing here that it just you're drawn in. You're drawn into these characters, you're drawn into what's happening. And also at the same time, you're like, what the fuck? The entire time. 
So yeah. I, I, that's what really works for me in this film. The, the aesthetics of it, and also overall the story. I did like that. I, 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 I agree with you. I was less than pleased with the third act. Um, it, it, was it, it me or did it feel like it just, did it feel like they had to, they had to end it and they just ended it? I felt like, it, I don't know. I feel like some of the themes that had started to be developed earlier in the story started fighting with each other. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, everybody keeps talking about this as being about a portrait about talking about loss and talking about grief. But I also think part of the reason why the resolution doesn't necessarily work as possibly as the way they want is because this is also a haunted house story. And yeah, but it's it's also a haunted person story. And it's also like a murder story too. And, like, and it's and also like, a whole ass murder murder death kill thing. Right. And and that's the thing, and, and, uh, and that's the part that I feel like the first two they deal with, right? Yeah, so I feel like, so the I feel resolution like, is just right. So I feel like, yeah, I feel like the first two they deal with but then there's like, well, then there's also the kind of, you know, there's some, you know, the bodies and the murder. That's inconvenient. And I'm like, no, 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 wait, hold on, hold on. That's not inconvenient. That's, that's actually, that's actually very terrifying and scary. Yeah. We're not going to, we can't sweep down the road. And, and that's, my, that is literally my only problem with this film. Me going like, yeah. um, um, no, excuse um, me. Yeah. Are we not going to talk about that? Are we yeah, not gonna- but I think also <laughs> a part of it is I think we're supposed to be unsettled like we are. Mm-hmm. Um, because, yeah, they do a really good job of dealing with the supernatural um, and, and, and kind of throwing a little bit of a, an occult MacGuffin at us, mm-hmm. which I really ended up appreciating how they use that. But there's also this theme that's fighting with the grief and the haunted house theme that's straight up, how much do you really know someone? Mm-hmm. How much trust and faith can you put in someone? And what happens if that person was your anchor? Mm-hmm. Right? And mm-hmm. you and you get unmoored, not only from them, but from everything that you put your faith in that's kept you from unraveling. And I think and I think that it's dissatisfying for us because the thing that they find out is going on in this movie. Is usually the movie we get, and mm-hmm. we like those kinds of movies, Chris. Right, and that's we really thing. do. Right, and 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 I think, and and that's where I think that, and I think you said it. The the themes of this movie start fighting each other because and it, there's actually two really good movies in, and not to say this isn't a good movie, right? Because it is. It is. But there's also another good movie in this film as well, and, and I want like, that, that I that I also want to see. And I'm just like, but, mm, but like, mm, can we like this this film yeah. is only an hour and like was it an hour and forty minutes or something like that? Yeah. Uh, uh, and I'm just like, I mean, we could, we yeah, could, we could add another. I'm okay yeah. with you guys adding another twenty minutes Bruh. to this film and wrapping this shit up because like, yeah, it's an hour and forty eight minutes. It's like. We can we can add another we can add another twenty minutes. We can we can. Add this is the first movie all year I've said no. I'll stay. I'll stay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What? We can we can we can keep going. We can keep talking about this because it's like we need we need to we need yeah, we need to talk about this. Can I we get need, a, can I get a right. chapter two? I, I, right. I mean <laughs> we need I, to, right. I need to we need to because I, I, I'm I'm glad because here's my my thing is 
the film ends and I feel like, all right, cool. We we address parts one and two. We still gotta address part three. We still gotta address yeah. that last. And I feel like, you know, the entity in this film is still there, right? And it's yeah. still like oh. I, I right. I'm like, we whew, we need to when are we gonna exercise that demon out of this? And I also think that might just be the blackness in us, the completionist in us. As black people, we're like, right. oh, I know five people you need to call because your right. problems we, just started. Right, 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 right. Oh, okay, cool, cool. We hit step one of the the process. We identified mm-hmm. the problem. Mm-hmm. All right, we identified mm-hmm. and acknowledged the problem. Great. Now, how do you solve it? Right? Yeah. Scientific theory says. Right. 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 And and that's where, and and again, in other, in other film, if if everything else in this film wasn't so good, that would have, that would have soured me a lot. Right. But I think it's dissatisfying because this movie jumps right into unrelenting terror. When I tell Mm. you that this place, the house they have, it's this really modernist house set in the middle of it feels like nowhere, but clearly she's not too far because mm-hmm. she got a job that requires her to go into town. She's a teacher. So, but you've got this sense of isolation by location and by what's happening to her. Rebecca Hall is just ridiculous in mm. this movie. They don't try to blunt her edges and, and she gets to be angry. She gets to be bitter. She gets to be broken. She also gets to be, you know, she gets to unravel a little on screen. You've got an unexpected death. You've got someone who's struggling. Who, Listen, who, um, the scene with her giving it to that uh, that parent was the greatest scene on the face of the earth. Y'all really I was like, it. I was like, all right, cool. Listen, listen, I don't care what else happens in this film. Mm-hmm. So already, you already, you already got up to an eight. You're already at an eight because she she gives it to the, this this entitled parent that comes in yeah. and is trying to be all passive aggressive. Definitely named Karen, and um, mm-hmm. yeah, 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 yeah. She um, this is ooh. how you do wish fulfillment, as far mm-hmm. as I'm concerned. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Teacher, yeah. if you have any teachers or people who are like uh, attached to the education system as a part of the administration or it, the teacher side of things, this she, is she gives you a chef kiss moment because she she match she match passive aggressive passive aggressiveness, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, you're gonna be passive aggressive about it. All right, cool, cool, cool. You, it's let's the give you battle a battle of the white ladies. Let, let's give you a B. I'll give you a B. What, what? No, no, that's not what I asked for. It's like, oh, you're right. Let's give it like it just. Is so so just yeah. Perfect. It's perfect, and I I enjoyed every damn second of it. But I I think that's why I think that's why we like it was so addicting. Like mm-hmm. Ben Collins and Luke Pirowski. I don't know other than Siren what I've seen that they've done. Do you? They're the writers. For oh, this. they're also. Oh, that's interesting. Did so? Did David do Siren? Um, not that I know of. That's interesting that they pulled the writers in. That's interesting. So, and what we mean is, so, like I mentioned before, the director, uh, David Brightner, he did, if you haven't seen VHS, you definitely see VHS and VHS 2. Um, he did the segment in that one called Amateur Night. Amateur Night ended up turning into a, a, a full film called Siren. And apparently, and I did not know that, I didn't know the writers of this film wrote siren wrote siren so then they basically bring in and david you're right david did not do siren um so that is interesting 
I yeah, that, it, that's it, wow. That's the trio that I'm cool with. Yeah, that is actually wow. I did not. Hmm, I'm not trying to see what. So did did David? Oh, so David. Oh no, he got a writer credit because it's based off his film. Yeah, he only got he only got inspired by right. Yeah. Um. Yeah, he only got the inspired by the. Uh, I'm trying to see. Did he get a, a producer credit or anything on that? Yeah, he did get an executive producer. He was executive producer on it, but I mean, that's, you know, depending on how involved an executive producer Right, but they could it. just be carrying that over because it's his short film. Exactly. It could just be doing that. But that's interesting that he then finally gets to actually make a film with the guys that wrote the film based off of the short he did. That is, I haven't seen that before. <laughs> that is very, very yeah, interesting. Yeah, no, but I appreciate it here. You no, know, no, it, cause, because, like you said, this is a trio. And now I'm trying to see, and you know what? It looks like Ben Collins is coming over as one of the writers for Hellraiser. Okay, see, now I'm all the way down. Now, right hallway. now. Wait, I'm no, in. I'm my, sorry. I'm hmm. in. I might just, I might. Get, wait, mm, I'm ready. Let's do it. Hmm. You know how I feel. I love Clive Barker. Yeah, so now, mm, you got, this is. Yeah, but I feel like okay. some of the things that didn't necessarily translate outside of the ritual, which is on Netflix, if you haven't seen it, are some of those elements he carried into this and they worked to a greater advantage cinematically like Mm -hmm. for raising the terror level Mm because i wasn't necessarily that scared in the ritual i'm trying to see did i see the ritual oh you didn't see the college friends who took a trip into the forest woods of sweden my dude we gonna talk about that no 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 i know i think i did this was on on netflix or something like that yeah yeah i've seen the ritual yeah yeah i'm sorry here's the thing here's the thing We've seen so much. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, and especially when it comes to like Netflix and Amazon Prime, like yeah. out there horror films. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I've seen. Yeah, That's I've seen. Why I just felt like I've I seen, can just drop right into I've seen, the convo. Yeah, I've seen. I've seen. My an, apologies. I've seen an embarrassing amount of those films. I've got look. Um, you know, as we are talking about. Oh yeah, and and I'm, I, 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 I had to go look at the images to make sure it was the one I thought. Yeah, this is mm-hmm. the one that had like the beast of. Yeah, because mm-hmm. I mean, so. You're right. I think this does a lot of those elements because I think it at some point in the ritual it starts relying more on the beast. Right? Right. Here in the night house even with the name, it's not really the house. It's this thing and honestly, it's also Rebecca Hall. Because she yeah. does... But it, it's the house. It's just not right. the yeah, Rebecca Hall does a lot of heavy lifting here, and not in a bad yeah. way. It, it reminds me of uh, what we said about um, was it was it Raising Fire? No, what we, it was another film where we said that somebody does a lot of heavy lifting in the film, and it wasn't supposed to be like a bad thing. It just like no, you you lean on your actor, you lean on what you, who you got. Oh, it was um, uh, uh um, Catch the Fair One. No, no, the one, the first one we did uh, for Bittenville, the one with Rizamid. Um, oh, oh, Mo- uh, uh, Mogul, Mogul. Yeah, 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 yeah. Same thing with that one, right? It's like it leans heavily on Rizamid because it's it's about the character study. It's about him. Same thing happening here. You're watching Rebecca Hall in a way lose her fucking mind, but then again, is she losing her mind or is she already fucking out of her mind? Right? It's like. Oh. This is the first movie where I think I can confidently say, 
both and right. be happy with <laughs> right, that. Right, 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 <laughs> exactly, exactly. Like she's, it's she's she's doing both, and you're just like, hmm. All right, cool. And and and, and, I, and for a while, you're kind of her friend, Sarah Goldberg, who's played mm-hmm. by Sarah Goldberg. Look at her like, are you the problem? Right. Do you I know? need to be more worried about you than I'm already worried about you because you're going through it because your man just died? You just kind of start to see that slight side eye and those those frightening, not really a laugh, but you're laughing because you really hope I should be laughing moments. Mm-hmm. Right. And that. So, yeah, no, you you, you pay attention to Beth, that's Rebecca Hall's character's best friend in the movie. If you pay attention to Beth, you realize that um, some of the struggles that's going on with Homegirl is not just about this recent problem Mm-mm. of her husband murdering himself at their house. Mm-hmm. And I, I just, yeah. That, and the other perfect scene is the scene where they talk her into going out and oh, what happens yeah. <laughs> at the like the little happy hour that ends up not being happy at all? Yeah. So, just word of advice: don't invite your clearly depressed friend who just lost her husband out to drink and have a good time with your other coworkers. No, like in, unless everybody is on board with this is a. Let's make Beth feel better, like happy hour. Yeah. You can't do that because, oh boy, that was one of those, um, I think I'm going to go now type deals. It's like, yeah. You know? Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Um, yeah. But that's also the point at which you realize the themes are starting to fight each other because you start mm-hmm. to get a few moments that feel a little too close to some of the visual moments that you get in Invisible Man. And that's not a complaint because yeah. having a, a woman lead and actually staying centered at that place is not a bad thing. But they started to slide a little too much into like the typical ghost type stuff people do in these movies. Mm -hmm. And that's how you end up with the final act that you end up with, which makes this a almost perfect movie instead of a perfect movie, you know, because the rules, they start breaking the rules because again, like we've always said, all of these things have rules. All of these worlds have rules. And even if the mythology is weird, the mythology matters, right? right? Yeah. And like I said, it's this is one of those ones that we talked about. You, you you leave a little unsatisfied at the end, but and and there's been a couple of films we've talked about this before. I still it's still not enough to make me knock the film too much because everything else we got was good. And and then when I take myself when I really examine why I felt unsatisfied, I can say more confidently that it's me, not the film. And when I look at the film that they were actually putting together and what they were doing, I was like, but okay, that makes sense. Right. And, yeah. and that's where I, um, right. Yeah. No, the nose plays all the way through, but this is just, I agree with you. It's one of those rare times where I came in thinking I was getting a haunted house. Mm-hmm. You gave me so much more than that. And then you grounded it in this place where I'm willing to follow you down other weird paths through this creepy ass forest you've now built, which says mm-hmm. something. Mm-hmm. As a black person, I'm saying, I'll go. Let's go that way. I would like to know. And that's very impressive to me, you know? 
And it's really hard to sustain. And they sustain it even through the end. Although the ending's not for me, the ending is still an ending, y'all. And it's yeah. It's- I mean, yo, I mean, there's still some tension in the ending. Me going like, oh, yeah. like yeah. it's still, it yeah. still gets and, there, right? Yeah, and, and there's still one moment where the black man, and mm-hmm. I'm not going to tell you who it is because I think it'd be a nice little pleasant character pop up surprise for you. Just pretty much has the moment that I think any self-respecting black man would have in that moment. So, so what are we looking at? <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Bitch, is you crazy? What the fuck yeah. is wrong with you? Are you out of your gut? White people, man. Like this, this is one of those ones where you're just like, man, I moved out of here to, to retire and be fine. And all I'm dealing here with Here you is, come. Here hey, you crazy come. ass white people. First, your husband shot himself. Now you out here being crazy. Can mm-hmm. I go anywhere without these crazy ass white people? Like, like, look, I'm mm-hmm. just trying to mind my black ass business. And and honestly, honestly, there is a moment in here where you go, oh yeah, yeah, this this is a this is a black neighbor in the in the the black neighbor in the white neighborhood who's like, I mean, yeah, I saw some shit, but you know what? It wasn't my business in mm-hmm. my place, so I mm-hmm. kept my fucking mouth shut. You mm-hmm. know, and Don't I start like, there won't be none, right? at least not involving me. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and there's some other people have been like, but you should have told her. You should have done this. Like, nope. nah, nah. You know what? You we know ain't what? cool like that. You know what? Listen, listen, listen. Y'all been nice to me. Y'all been good to me, but I ain't trying to be in your fucking business. So nah, I'm good. I'm yeah. Good. No, no, we're not cool like that. I'm sorry. We're not cool like that. But I will say this. I think this this is one of my most pleasant um, surprises so far Mm -hmm. of what we've gotten from the horror fair so far. Mm -hmm. Um, There are a couple other recommendations that if you really, after you see The Night House, you need to have a movie out of South Korea called Midnight on your radar. Hmm. Because um, I had to turn a light on. (laughs) (laughs) At one point in time, you know, it's subtitled. Mm-hmm. And I had to pause, and I was like, "Nope, I can't look away because I need to know what you're saying." But I don't like anything that's happening here. And it's also the same kind of thing. It takes you to a different psychological place. It plays around with different ideas of what's terrifying. Um, I don't feel like the sound engineering was expected to do more work than the people on the screen. And those are things that are starting to become really important to me. And like as I watch more what's becoming, what's coming out as horror now. Um, if I feel like you're making your score do all your work, I want to fight you. Yeah. And I don't feel like that happened in the night house. I did turn down the volume. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You gotta, you, know, you gotta be careful. You gotta, you gotta volume control on this one. Yeah. You're right. gonna have to, I had all the speakers on and there, that voice is in. Yeah. Where that, it sits that in voice- the fret. I don't know. Uh, do they? I'm trying to see if, uh, and this is probably a spoiler, so we're not going to mention it. But I'm trying to see. Uh, do they have a? Um, do they have a listing for who the voice was, or do they just get? They just make it artificial. I don't know. All I know is it came through the speaker that was over my left shoulder. Uh huh. The whole movie. Mm-mm. And I'm, yeah, yeah. I made some poor choices. <laughs> yeah yeah um Mm. this is it's this is a solid a solid movie i enjoyed every single moment of having the shit scared out of me um i got deeply involved in beth and claire's relationship like i didn't know if claire was the problem i kept like i mean for a minute i thought i was like does claire actually want to leave her husband for Beth? right 
Like I got a right. little bit of that vibe. You know, we yeah. overdo that a lot sometimes. And a lot of people overdo that and see relationships and things when you're just like, oh, you guys just don't understand what friendship is, right? Yeah. But in yeah. this one, I was kind of getting that. I was like, you lingering a little bit too long. Yeah. And- I was like, you got a, you got some heavy caretaker um, mm-hmm. issues, or right. you got some serious single white female issues, which mm-hmm. we need to discuss, mm-hmm. or. Are you trying to stop her from trying to understand what happened to her husband because you think she's gonna trip over you in mm. her uh, investigation? I thought, mm. See, see, that's the thing too. It's like I had to, I had to remove myself from this film a little bit because I was like, all right, here's the problem. I've seen too many of these films, so yeah. I'm already starting to fill in some gaps there that might not be needed to be filled in. And so yeah. I did catch myself doing that a couple times. I was like, we gonna? You know, she, she sees a picture at one point that you know. Not a spoiler. I'm just I'm talking in general. She sees a picture sometime uh, uh, of this of what she thinks is a woman, and her and um her friend's like, no, no, that's you. That's clearly you. And I'm like, no, bitch, it's you. You're I was like, you're cheating. Yeah, you're cheating. Like, on, you were cheating on. You were, you, were, <laughs> you were you were you were the woman that he was cheating with, weren't you? And it's like you know I'm over here doing that shit. So um, I also think that the movie deliberately plays into that aspect. Yes. This movie plays around with a lot of the basic, concrete, traditional tropes in these types of movies, yes. and I think that's why it works. Yes, it does, and and this is what works for films like this where. When you uh, we say all that when you understood the assignment, right? When you yeah. understood the assignment, and when you also understand what people these days in the age of a horror film, you have to do two. You have to do one or two things, right? You either have to completely follow in the footsteps of the the homage and and and, and what um what horror films expect fans expect, or even better, if you want to s- distance yourself. Play on that. Play on and what they, we think. Yeah. We, play on what you think we we know. Still give us something satisfying in the end, but continue to play on us. Um, one film that did that with us. I think they're aren't they making a sequel to it? Searching. Yes, searching did a and, lot. I mean, they kept they kept yeah. throwing in like, was she abducted by aliens? Was she doing this? And then you finally get to the end. You're like, okay, <laughs> all right. Yeah, that was good. Right. And that was, searching was like, also brings in the element of social media in a way that you don't expect. Exactly. And I kept expecting the Nighthouse to do that, mm-hmm. and they they very specifically don't. And I was like, okay, I like mm-hmm. being wrong here. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, this is definitely one of those ones where I'm okay with being wrong. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So and I, I I I don't know, man. I think I've reached a point to where it's just. You get comfortable. You get in a groove. Like we just talked about brain freeze earlier from this, and it leans into some really classic zombie apocalypse, isolated community type tropes. But then it keeps overshooting its mark because it wants to do too many critiques instead of fine tuning it so everything balances out. I really feel like even though the ending isn't doesn't give you what you think you're supposed to get, it does it in a way where this doesn't have to be over. Which is also a different kind of frightening for me. <laughs> mm-hmm. I almost text you. Mm-hmm. I don't appreciate night terrors. Mm-hmm. How dare you with the high decibel radio? Mm-hmm. And, you know, I mean, I already have problems with, did I see that out in the corner of my eye peripheral vision after seeing movies like this? But, like, to do something as basic as this and take all the different kinds of tropes that have to do with relationships between women, like you were saying, you know, people start making a big deal and wanting to infer things. And like you said, a lot of people just don't know what friendship looks like anymore. Not real friendship. 
You know, right. people think that there's this difference that's supposed to exist between the relationships in your life that are intimate and the ones that are not. And I think this movie blurs those lines a lot better and in showing that, you know, there are certain aspects that should just be a part of your relationships. Right. And that they can be deep and you can, you know, you can have concern, but then you have a lead like Rebecca Hall who can physically make you without doing anything, have other, well, without doing anything other than acting in this role, be deeply concerned Mm -hmm. (laughs) that she's unhinged. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you're still not sure that that's not where this movie is going. You're like, is the movie about her unraveling a mystery or just unraveling? And you don't care. Right. So yeah, no, I'm glad you saw this one. Um, um, I'm 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 glad we got this one, even though it also proves slightly dismaying um as proof that there are other movies we should be getting this way. Um, but, yeah, but yeah. So, yeah, I, I hear great things about the latest Marvel movie, and it's great. I'll I'll see it. You know, maybe okay. after opening weekend, and I don't, cause I don't know. I mean, the Delta variant's picking up, so maybe I don't even go to the theater at this point. But like, I, I get, look, I'll catch it on the flip side. You guys could have just put it into my my queue for, and I would have been able to review it. But you know. yeah, bitterness, bitterness, and sadness. But Disney Searchlight will be releasing the Night House in theaters as of February, August twentieth. If you are out there um, and you've got a sweet spot in time where you can go and catch a movie without necessarily increasing your risks of catching COVID, I mean. If I'm if I'm saying movies, I'd risk the movie theater for. I'm, I'm so, not risking. So movie I'm gonna theater. take a little bit of time just because I um I don't do the insane check right now and just do a little mini <laughs> rant here. Um, <laughs> I went into the Royal Farms to right around the corner from me yesterday, and the amount of people that because the Royal Farms clearly on the door says you need to wear a mask, mm-hmm. like they have two signs that say you should. People still walk in there without the mask. I will. I, I just get a shout out to the Royal Farms employees who literally tell people, "It's like, no, you gotta go, go, go get your mask on. You gotta leave or get your mask." Right? I'm just like, guys, what the fuck? And I, yeah. I live in a black neighborhood too, so it's not. This is not even like a white people. No, this is black people. Wear your fucking mask. What the fuck? You know what are we doing? Look, what, are, what are we doing? What are we doing right I- now, guys? Like Delta variant picking up. You're seeing. I mean, I see you beds are filled. I live in Maryland. Granted, we are right at the cusp of 70% of, of adults having at least their first shot. That's great and all, but like, wear your fucking mask. Wear your fucking mask. What are we doing? What are we fucking doing? So. Look, I, I live somewhere where I'm surrounded by a certain kind of affluence that also leads to a particular type of entitlement. And it does not necessarily have anything to do with ethnicity it has everything to do with the nationality. Americans are the uh, particularly worst. the one say what? America we're the fucking worst. Yeah, we're the worst. And um I, I went somewhere like I sometimes I can't go do certain things because the times when I would do them, I love to go to the movies by myself. I used to love to go to the theater. Mm-hmm. The sweet spot and time for me to go to the movies is where other people are now saying, oh, well, we'll go at an off time. So now my time is now y'all time. And I don't appreciate it because when I want to go, um, unless it's a closed press screening, it's not, I'm, I'm walking in there. I like, I went somewhere the other day and this woman was like, yeah, my COVID triggered shingles. And I had basically all the skin off my back, almost completely have to be burned off. Cause it turned into this big, huge, terrible thing. And, and then they had to give me the, you know, 
the the shingles vaccine uh, as basically the booster to my old chicken pox thing and and all this other stuff. And I looked at her and I was like, so did you get your COVID shots after you were clear? And she's like, no. I'm like, are you unvaccinated? And the rep was like, you know, you can't come in. She's like, no, I got them. They just made me wait longer. She's like, which I thought was odd because they turned right around and gave me my shingle shot. And I was like, so you're fully vaccinated. She's like, yeah. I said, but you're telling me that there's a low key possibility that this thing has been in enough healthy, young bodies that it's figuring out how to trigger latent issues like the chicken pox in people's body to give them shingles. And she's like, yeah. I'm like, how old are you? She's like, oh, I'm she's like, I just turned 30. I said, shingles is a 50 plus year old. She's like, not anymore. Get your fucking shots. You fucking get your shots, people. Fucking assholes. If there's I was anybody, like, I mean, you are listening to me right now. I'm like, you, I'm like, I'm not trying to rant. It's like, but no, we're I, covering Fantasia Fest remotely you, because I can't go to Canada anymore for Fantasia Fest. Then Chris can. Con- reasonably contemplate going for TIFF. If you are able, get a goddamn shot. Please do it. Get your mother fucking shot. The same care ignorant, that they take for us to have asshole. entertainment is the care you need to have for yourself to be entertained. What That's all doing? I'm saying. I don't want to get all ranty, I'm, and I, I would wanna, have I would have asked to be on this insanity check with you. I'm not gonna I, lie. Anybody I, who's telling yes. you this vaccine is six months old can't read. I, They've been working on SARS V two research for over twenty damn years. Get, the reason why we could get this one is because for the first time in the history of the world. There was a collaborative effort and sharing of information between research teams. So if you're black and you out here talking about all of a sudden, black people were involved in this and have been involved with this for 20 plus years. So check your hesitancy, protect yourselves, get your shots. They do not care if you die. They do not care if you end up with a big, huge ass bill. And if you keep waiting long enough, you're not going to be able to get these things as being paid for by your tax dollars. They're going to come for your pockets. Just get your damn shots. Get your shots. You assholes. I want to go outside. I'm trying to plan a vacation trip. (laughs) Chris want to leave, (laughs) y'all. Are ruining every. I have been living in my house for over a year. I still have not had a housewarming party yet because of the, I I was thinking about doing one for the holidays. I'm gonna be able to do it. Get Don't your you let fucking your house. shots, Mm-mm. you Mm-mm. assholes! What are we doing? Sorry, is this my had, fault? Did I do? Did you did no, this? Right? No, I did this. I, this is me. I I did this. I just. Just you know, have, don't have a tanning check. I don't have a way to get out there. I needed to get it on wax somewhere. I just need to see it. If you are able, and you don't have a legit medical condition, like your doctor literally said, you can't get the shot because that it actually might kill you. Like, and I mean, like a real doctor, not like a YouTube doctor or somebody who says, like, you know, I, I play a doctor on TV. Like your actual like primary care physician, unless that person told you you can't get it. The idea of you're waiting for more information. I know too many of you. You eat hot dogs, don't you? You don't know what the fuck's in that shit. 
I know you smoke them. weed, I right? You don't know what's in that shit. All right, you know you you have edibles. You don't know what's in that shit. All right, get your fucking shots. I want to go on vacation. Okay. <laughs> all right. I just want to make. I just need to get that out. I, I'm, I don't I mean to, to laugh. I know you're trying to make the point. It's just your tone of voice every time you say this, I want to go. On I just want to make sure that I'm articulating. The feelings I'm having right now because the amount of people I'm seeing that have just been pretending like it's okay and everything's fine. Get your fucking shots. You've been getting a shot. You you had a vaccination card when you went to school because you were vaccinated then. Get your fucking shots, you assholes. All right. Anyway, um, movie trailer reviews. We have plenty more stuff coming out. We have Candyman next uh, next week. Uh, we get that screener um, next week, so um, stay tuned for that. Um, and some other things. I think we're going to try to see if we can also get a review in for The Protégé. Uh, I actually saw we did like nine reviews this month, so we actually, you know, we came back strong. We, we've been, we've been kind of slacking, but, you know, amazingly, we still got a lot of reviews done this year, even though we didn't go to a theater. So it's almost like it's possible to give critics reviews and screeners without going having to go to theaters. Golly gee. Look, Weird. I mean, Weird. I mean, we still have plenty of stuff coming out of Fantasia Fest. Um, unfortunately, I wasn't able to get um, more stuff coordinated with necessarily Chris or Phenom. So there will be a lot of written reviews. But um, if you've made it this far <laughs> into this podcast episode, uh, stay tuned. There'll be some more written reviews of projects that I really think that you guys should keep an eye out for as they get distribution dates some of them are already coming to shutter and i think you'll really appreciate them because they're they're pretty interesting and pretty good uh but um i'm also going to try to see if i can't lure the gents into covering more streaming stuff so you got a good mix of things so you don't have any reasons to be having to go out of your house to. hey welcome to the blumhouse is coming back so you know yep we'll 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 do that so you know we're here so stay tuned but if you have apple tv plus They've actually been kicking out some pretty good series, not just Ted Lasso, um, that if horror or, you know, uh, a different kind of edgy post-apocalyptic kind of story is, they've actually got some pretty good ones on there for you. So we may, we may, if I can fit into some folks' schedules, discuss some things. Because I have opinions. All right. I know that's shocking me with opinions. All right, folks. Well, stay tuned. We'll be back. Um, play more coming out. Um, there's also going to be a character corner that will be hitting your feed soon. So stay, uh, stay keep an eye out for that. So, again, folks, thank you guys very much for listening. And until next time, we're out of here. Peace. <laughs>